Good morning, world, wherever you are. This is hashtag Christian Straight Talk, wherever you are, coming straight out of the barrel of truth. We've got Simon with us today. We've got a cup of coffee on the go, and we are just going to be looking at something that is so important to a believer's life, being born again. Simon, good morning. Good morning, Ben. It's great to be with you. We're in the in the new super improved pod <laughs> room, aren't we? Is that what this you call it, Ben? Yeah, the new super improved shed. <laughs> no, we, we're, we're almost in. We're in a new room. We've, we've migrated from the other end of the building over these last couple of years, and we're finally in a place um, that we believe God has, God has led us to. So, yeah, we're in. This is good stuff. New beginnings, but this is hashtag Christian Straight Talk. Welcome to everybody. Thank you so much for the downloads all around the world. This is hashtag Christian Straight Talk. You can find us on many different platforms very, very soon. You will find us on YouTube as well. Um, but you can cat- capture us in so many places. Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Spotify, and so many other social networks that we are on. May God bless you and strengthen you. We want to encourage you today, being born again. What does it mean? Yeah. Nicodemus, what was he going on about? Well, you 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 bang on there, aren't you, Ben? Because we, we, that takes us straight into you know John three, doesn't it, in the Bible? John three, and um, so this is the start of a a new set of um, of talks, and we're, we've we've entitled the set of talks "Fighting Talk," Ben. Yeah, and before you can be fit for the fight, you've got to be born again. And what does that mean? What does that mean? That is such a big theological. Mm, word that Simon has been given to bring to the table we could spend literally a lifetime talking about what does it mean to be born again so we will miss a lot a lot out because it is a subject that obviously is salvation so salvation is not and cannot be earned by a human being it is a gift but when you look at John um, when you look at the gospel of John what it talks about John 3 as Simon said he says, uh, John 3, verse 5, um, Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And he's talking, yeah, exactly, Ben. And he's talking to Nicodemus, who was a, uh, he was a, like a church man, wasn't he, of the day? He was a, say, Probably he got all the robes. He was uh, that religious guy. He was your bishop or whatever you want to call him. Um, very educated, Simon said, come from really strong stock a really intelligent man he was up the scowl on the leadership he was well scored he was well oiled he had a a lifestyle of luxury he didn't want for anything he was a lawgiver he was a, a writer so this is a really educated man and for him to come to jesus and say what must a man be what must it be for a person to be what is that and jesus goes well you've got to do this he must have thought that is a childlike well, he, answer. He'd seen Jesus, hadn't he? So he knew he was from he was from God. He knew there was something yeah. really special about this guy. So, you know, he he said to him right off the off the bat. In um, uh, he sought him out, didn't he? In the night time, when no probably no one else was about, because he didn't want to be seen to be no. speaking to Jesus. So yeah. he said to him, Rabbi, and he called him Rabbi. Obviously, you know, so it's a respectful name. See, so we know that you're a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And Jesus answered him straight away in John 3, 3, he said, most surely, most surely I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now Nicodemus wow. couldn't get his head around it. How can I be born again? I'm, I can't go back into I'm my mother's womb. I'm 40 or 50 years old. Yeah. I, can't, I can't go backwards. And he's come, Simon has made a very uh, important point, and he's come to him at night. Why? Because he was a Jewish ruler. He was of the Jewish council. He was an educator. He was um, a very interesting character. But Simon said, and as the scripture says, he said rabbi. So he's recognizing Christ yeah, he's respected, as yeah. a very uh, important person, a very respectful way that he said rabbi. So for him to mention rabbi, we understand from the text that a rabbi was a very clear-cut teacher of the law and of what everything what was on of the torah so for him to recognize that but then for jesus to literally say you've got to enter into back into your mother's womb that nicodemus must have gone what are you going on about yeah well he thought that didn't he He thought what does he mean i've got to get back and it's very important this 
that's in the, yeah. that is in the Bible because it tells us, you know, Jesus said here, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And and obviously Nicodemus is blown his his mind, isn't it? And, yeah. And, and yeah. then he comes on, as you said, Ben. To unless you're born of water and the Spirit, and mm. you cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. He said, "Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where I wish, it wishes, and you hear the sound of it and cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born with the Spirit." Man, that that is it, it's such. Um, an important mm. part of the Bible, and, and and the way I see it, Ben, the way I see see it is this: we come yeah. to Jesus mm. when we're ready, when we when yeah. we when we when we know we want to be um, saved, you know, we, and enter the kingdom of heaven. Yes. What do we yeah. do? We Ben, we give Jesus our old life, don't we? That's right. You give him. It's quite an interesting area, isn't it, what we're entering into. So we have an educator, and Christ calls him Israel's teacher. He called, so, so this is a real learned character, and we've got to labour on this a bit, that this character was a very influential, a very powerful, rich man. And down in the text, God, uh, Christ says, You are Israel's teacher, Jesus said, and you do not understand these things. So straight away salvation has nothing to do with your education it has nothing to do with your notoriety it has nothing to do with your money it can only be the gift so you have been given a gift so when god saved us he presented himself to you and to me but then that now the responsibility comes to me and a lot of people think well if i don't go to church i'm not going to be saved the responsibility don't lie at me or anyone else it's God's responsibility. He saves who he's going to save and he lets go who's going to, he's going to let go. But there comes a point now when we're entering into the power of free will when I say, right, Lord, I'm, I'm saved. It's your choice. Man. Now it's my choice. And you made a great point there. You know, um, it don't matter. You, this church, you, 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 done so, you do some wonderful things with the, uh, you know, giving out food stuff. And what you don't, but in the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many food parcels you give. It doesn't matter it doesn't how matter. much you, you go out and you yeah. do this or that and the other. That's not going to save you. That's not going to get you into the kingdom. No. The only thing that's going to get you into a kingdom is being born again. And what Jesus meant by that is you, you give you give him your old life. Yeah. You recognize that this man yeah. died on the cross for your sin yes. and rose again to save you. Yeah. But you ask him... Jesus, accept me. Accept my old life. And he does. He never turns anyone away. He knows your heart. It doesn't turn anyone away. Amen. If your heart is right, mm. it has to be a heart thing. Yeah. You know, you've, you've got the, the two differences of, uh, you've got the, the high priest when Jesus was, uh, mm. who, who come, who's washed his hands. I see no, uh, I see no crime in this man. Yeah, his heart was hardened. And then you got a thief on the cross. Yeah, that's who right. At the very yeah. last moment, yeah. Yeah. said, take me with you in paradise. So Jesus says, yeah, you'll be with me. Because he sees his heart. So if your heart's right, you give him your old life. And what does he do, Ben? Oh, ben, he takes it. He takes it. He nailed it to the cross. He's given me salvation. He's given me hope and a future. And he's given me eternity living with him. And he's given you a new life. A new life. That's what he means by yeah. being born again, Ben. You have a new You've life. You've got a new life. So yeah. everything in, this is the thing, you can never escape your past. You can't. Your past is with you, isn't it, Ben? My past is with me all the time. <laughs> but the penalty of the past has been nailed to the cross. It's been done. The thoughts are there. The actions are still there. And that always will be. That doesn't matter. Yeah. But we have been redeemed. Isaiah forty four twenty four. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, who formed you in the womb. I am the Lord who made all things, who alone stretches out the heavens, who spreads out the earth by myself. He is your Redeemer. So whoever you are, you have been redeemed. You've been redeemed. And you've, you've been, been given a new life. So you, there's been a transaction. 
It's the greatest deal. The greatest deal the ever. world has ever seen. And the greatest deal, you know, it's not a and buy it didn't one, cost get me one free. It's, it's not a Black Friday or a yeah. Cyber Monday. It ain't anything like that. It's the greatest deal that you'll ever have in your life. It, as Ben said, it yeah. costs you nothing except giving away your old yeah. life. Accepting mm-hmm. Jesus Christ as the new life. But then what do we do yeah. with that new life, Ben? What do we do with that? You've got to be yeah. very careful what we do with that. We should give it straight back to him. Give it back to him. So there's, there, I'm always giving it back. So that's where the the word repentance comes in, doesn't it? Father, repentance. I thank you, Lord. Yeah. I thought something today. I slipped today. I said something today. I engaged in a bit of road rage. I got a bit frustrated today. So when God has saved us, now salvation is is beyond human understanding. It is a mystery, the power of salvation. So God saved us. We cannot save ourselves. But when my body has become alert to this salvation, then the scripture says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He saved me before I even called. But what my earthly body suddenly starts to realize is that now I have a responsibility of speaking and communicating with him. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord, I cannot call on the name of the Lord before he calls me. So this earth suit is just coming into line what God has already done. So my life, Simon's life, your life is now to the cross of Calvary. You've been bought with a price. You are redeemed. Salvation has been given to you. So you haven't got to worry about am I saved, yes or no. What All we've got to do is, is work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Yeah, and and 2 Corinthians uh, 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Amen. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So if all things have passed away, why am I still thinking about old things? And there's the deal. See, what most of us do, we hang on to a bit of that old life, don't we? It's like um, uh, we carry the old man... Or yeah. old woman, whatever yeah. you, yeah. you know, yeah. that old person. If you carry that, yeah. that old yeah, yeah, yeah. man yeah. on our backs, yeah. and so we we pretty much go around a day being a new creation. And then if but something, in my mind, but if something hits us across our path, and we the old testament me rises, the old man comes. Old man, deal with that. So, yeah. so in a continuous hard journey of not conforming to the way of the world and my old pattern of my human me, but now I've got to live for Jesus. So that's where the battle of the mind comes in. That's where the battle's gone. I am saved. We never... You never... We never ever, but but it's very difficult for us to to give up everything from our old life. I would say we would never reach, never reach... Completion, and the only reason I say that is because that's what the scripture says he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on that day. So, all the time I am breathing and walking this earth, I am saved, I am washed in the blood of Jesus, but I have to battle the human me that may tend and want to go back to some things. And, and there's the deal, Ben C. Before, but I don't want to. Yeah. But I do want to. Before you were uh, born again, let's yeah. say, uh, some of that stuff wouldn't even worry you. But no, because now you've because uh, it was life. It was the world. It was the way you were. That was the way you did things. But now the Holy Spirit has come to oh. live in you. Yeah, and now the Holy Spirit goes, "Whoa, Ben, that was wrong, wasn't it? Or Rose, Simon, you don't want to be thinking that." So you get convicted. So the Holy Spirit is the counsellor. The Holy Spirit is the advocate. He's the restrictor. He's a he's a counsellor. He's the one that that, that that just goes keeps us on the straight and narrow, if you like. Ding ding, ding ding, <laughs> yeah. ding ding, and or <laughs> if it's, if you like me, it's a big thump in the chest that goes, "Whoa, hang on." Yeah. So being born again is beautiful. There's nothing finer knowing that you're going to be in eternity. Yeah. But I think. It's such a hard challenge living within the UK or within the westernised world because everything is sexualised, everything is is driven for socialising, everything is driven for a business, everything is driven for you. And and the thing is... You. Totally, Ben. Uh, 
but now but, it's but, not about me. And Jesus recognised that, and, and, and the Father recognises that, and the Spirit recognises that we are just human beings. Yeah. And we have got failings. And when, when people say, oh, uh, I, I want to be like Jesus... Do you know what? You, you, oh, goodness. <laughs> you, you're never going to be like Jesus, but we're going to. That's what we're. That's that's what we're going to try and follow Jesus. That's mm. that's the deal. I can remember, you know, um, brand new Christian, and and do you know what? Uh, just saying it as we're saying it today. It's twenty years today since I made. Wow. It, uh, February the tenth, two thousand two. I made a commitment uh, to accept Jesus Christ into my life. Um, uh, down at Holy Trinity Brompton and yeah. I, you know the times I was in there I could listen to someone like Sandy Miller uh, Nicky Gumbel speak and, and they spoke the truth and the gospel yeah. of the Lord mm-hmm. and I come out of there in tears in my eyes being convicted of all sorts of things couldn't even speak I'd get in my car reach Hyde Park Corner somebody had cut me up Oi. <laughs> the old man was out again all the piece had gone do you know so that's where we are because we're that's the we, journey that's the journey that's Even though I walk journey. through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. So every day is a journey and every day is a challenge. So being born again, it has no, I have no power to save me. Even though Simon has said very clearly that this is the day that the Lord has made, he shall rejoice and be glad. That was a marker in Simon's life where the physical Simon suddenly realized that this holy God was too big and he could not resist him that his lips just had to say lord jesus come into my life when actually christ was already in simon's life and christ had already saved him by the blood of himself because two thousand years ago and more christ died on the cross for simon and for all of us and that 20 years ago when simon went down to that altar call or whatever happened simon's physical body was just coming into line with the supernatural word of god ain't that amazing because and it's there for everybody isn't it's it? there it's there it's already in place it's already been done yeah it's just a matter of each individual person yeah, and every and there's so many people like Simon that has a definite marker in your life, which is brilliant, so good, of when that day was that your earthly body really recognised that this supernatural God. What I would say is, is that you know you can't run from Him. You can't run from Him, as as the book says. If I go to the depths of the grave, you're there. If I go to the highest part of the heavens, you are there. If I go to the north, you are there. Where can I flee from you? Out is, of your presence, I can't. If you think Jesus is just um, standing there with his arms open wide, saying, "Come to me," now you've got a choice. Yeah, you've yeah. got a choice yeah. to say, yeah. "Jesus," and fall into his arms. Mm. confess and repent yeah. and accept him or you've got a choice to turn your back and say no i'm okay i'll do this mm. it's it's it was explained to me and this may help one or two people out there is as as you're in uh you've been charged with a, an offense you're in standing in the dock you've yeah. admitted the offense you're pleaded guilty the judge is just about to drop the hammer drop the hammer and and, and write a sentence for your life when he steps down and he comes to you and he writes out the check paid in full that is paid in full gives you the check and you accept you're free to go you're free to go you're free to go so yes you've committed a sin yes you've admitted it yes you've been repentant for it but you've been freed from it you've been forgiven for it yeah the debt has been paid in full. And that only happens when Christ alerts the physical me to the supernatural God. But because before that, there was no intention of anyone. No one wakes up and suddenly goes, I'm going to be a believer. I've decided to follow him. He comes to us first and he opens the envelope of our heart. And he 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 presents himself to us as this holy God while I was still, because it says in the book of Romans, while I was still sinning. God chose to demonstrate his own love for us while I was still sinning. So while I was still sinning, there was no intention of going to church. But he came to us. So what happens is that day when Simon went down the front of and he stood at Holy Trinity Brompton or whatever he had prayed over him, that was the moment when suddenly 
his body realised that the holy God of Israel was calling him. And Simon said, yes, Jesus, this is that day. And that's the same, can be the same for, for every everybody. person. This is the day. And you made a very good point. Uh, before uh, we make that decision, what are we doing? We're, we're in the world. We're in the world, we're following the world yeah. system. We're following the system of the world. But when we made that decision to finally accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour, yeah. Jesus says, you're now a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. No longer a citizen of the world. You're in the world, but you're not of the world, which means, yes, you have to still be in the world because that's where, that, where you we're, are. We're always going to be yeah. in it, in but it. I'm not going to be part of it. But you're not, you're not part of it anymore. So why... Are you still being part of it? Because you're now a kingdom, in a, mm. a, a citizen of the kingdom, and you have an assignment mm. as a born again, spirit filled believer, as a citizen of the kingdom. You've got an assignment, Ben. And what is your assignment? Follow Jesus. That's and all I've got to do. You, that, that when you when you, yeah, ben, that's a great point. Ben has made an absolutely key point. Please get this. Just be in the world. Get this. Totally, that when you're looking and praying, Lord, what's my destiny? What's my purpose? Use one purpose for you, my friend, and that is follow Jesus. Be a worshipper. Jesus, where's Jesus going to lead you? He's going to lead you some amazing places, and he's going to lead you to the Father. Yeah. And, and that is a place you never want to leave. And then when he leads you to the Father, you will experience the Garden of Gethsemane, and that is a massive subject. But what that does, that strips everything back of me, of Simon. And then we start to, we can feel quite disgruntled. We can feel quite unusual because suddenly we are alerted to what? We're alerted to holiness. When suddenly you realize how holy God is. And then he says, be holy because I am holy. I remember there was a guy that came... That's a great point. And uh, I remember there was a guy that came on one of the Alpha courses, and um, right at the beginning he said, um, "I'm a good guy. I really, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a great guy. I, I, I don't. Why do I need this, this God?" And by the end of the Alpha course, he said, <laughs> "I'm a wretch, man. I'm just, I'm I am wretch. the worst of, of everything. I, I, you know, I so need Jesus in my life. You know, yeah. And that, and that's a, and what, so what Ben says is a great point. You know, we you suddenly realise just. If there is a standard, where am I on that standard? <laughs> I'm, pretty I'm, pretty I'm right down I'm on gone. the bottom of the standard, aren't I? The you know, holy. your bishop's probably up there somewhere. Oh, the bishop, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right there. But I'm, uh, I'm under the table. We're, we're on I'm the like, table. I'm trying to get under we're the underlayer carpet. Aren't we're we? trying to get deep <laughs> into the... You're in the depths of the carpet, aren't you? That so, deep pile. Oh, you know? God. When that scripture, <laughs> be holy because I am holy, that just turns me wants me just to curl up because now i'm a born again believer now i recognize that the god of israel is real now i understand a little bit of redemption and salvation and mercy and then in galatians galatians chapter 1 verse 15 says but when he had set you apart before i was born and who called me by grace He's called you by grace. He's called you into holiness. He's called you into a new life. He's called you into a new a new way of life. But we are fighting, as Simon said, and as the, the, the scripture says, oh, wretched man am I. Why do I do the things I hate? <laughs> yeah. And why do I things... We're, I can't do the things that I should do. The majority why? of us are Romans 7 Christians, same with that. That is Just where that's... Just under this... And, and, and you uh, read a little bit uh, from Galatians 1. It was teeing you right up for Galatians 2.20, which says, oh, God. I've been crucified with Christ. No, it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. I have been crucified with Christ. I can't even... So the old man, is, you, you were right, right at the start, the old man is nailed to that cross. He nailed. should be in the grave. The old man should be in the grave, but he's not, is he? He's not, he keeps, he's alive and well. He keeps coming up. He keeps we go, old man, get back, old man, get back. So the, I, so the battle is not with Lucifer, 
The battle is not with <laughs> with the uh, firefighter. The battle is not with the demonic forces. The battle actually is my head. Battle is in the mind. Yeah, the battle's the with battle you. is yeah. with me. Because the, the old devil, self and the new self. Yeah, the devil is defeated. The enemy says he's under our feet. So that's given. That's gone. But now I've got to live with me. I've got to live with me. God, I've got to live with me. And, and, and I, the thing is, the battle is with things that the enemy has implanted in you years ago. Years uh, ago. And you're yeah. still trying to... So, uh, let me give you an example. Um, I, I was uh, quite a... I had a, a, quite a volatile temper at one time. And uh, I could go from zero to 200 in... Bang. In, a, in less than a second. And I thought I'd got rid of that, Ben. But something happened and it was around my granddaughter and whatever. And... Uh, uh, I went completely. I just went, and my my boys were there, and they and afterwards they said, "We know that look," and it, and it hurt me a little bit because I've obviously seen that look. They said, "We know your eyes when you go like that. We, oh. No one can stop you." And I got on my knees and said, "Lord, where did that anger come from?" It's frightening, isn't it, to think that that old man can rise as rise quick up, as quick as that, as quick as that. And and is there is what I got back? He said, you've been hanging on to that bit of anger in case you needed it. Um, so I haven't let go of it. So that comes down to surrender. That comes down totally to surrender. So I'm saved, I'm saved. by grace, uh, but totally then all of a sudden, yeah. God has to do what he's got to do in me, and God will lead us, not into temptation, but he will take us to a place of endurance, the stretching of oh, your faith. And that's what is painful. It's more painful. Do you really want thing. me? I want you, Lord. But do you really want me? And here's the thing. You know I love you, Lord. But but I will die for you, God. I will die. But do you really love me? And, and that's what he said to Peter, isn't it? Do you love me? That's what he said to Peter. Lord, I will die for you. And here's the thing. Ben. What did he do? <laughs> he scarpered yeah, and he got a bad rap for that but everyone else scarpered with him <laughs> and that's what I was going to say and he was about the we only all one scarper. that did at least he went everyone yeah. else disappeared didn't they? we all scarper don't we yeah. the old save me attitude comes in and Ben aren't you for Jesus I see you yeah I see I see you going to church no not me and the biggest pain for, for Christ on the cross was obviously he, it was physically very, very painful. The biggest pain, I believe, was the separation from the Father. Yeah, separation. And that, and that is the biggest pain for us, being separated from the Father, allowing the old man to yeah. step in and separate us yeah. from the Father. And the Father goes, well, I can't be with you when you're doing that. I don't wink at sin. No. I don't wink at sin. Oh, ben, I don't gosh. wink at sin, so I'm, I can't be with you when you're lusting after that woman or you or you're uh, uh, you know <laughs> you're building your tax account or whatever yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. i don't know nicking that know. bag of cement yeah <laughs> you've got a little deal going under the table you've got a little under, i don't know sunday and morning you're praising ben you said to me <laughs> something and i think it's you know it's really true and i think the listeners have got to hear it god does not operate under the table <laughs> He doesn't operate. Under the he's got no Black Friday deals. <laughs> he's, there's nothing. He's, no he's not getting out. free here. No, he's yeah, no. Look, look what I've got for you. No. He's none of that. He's not winking at sin. He's looking at you, and you can imagine, can't you, with Jesus looking at you with them burning eyes? Oh, don't go there. Don't go onto that one. That that <laughs> on the island of Patmos, I turned around <laughs> and I see one like the Son of Man, and it flattened me to the floor. You it made me. You, it we, made me want to dig a hole and get under the ground. Because, my friends, when Jesus is coming back, he ain't coming back as a. He's coming back, and he's not coming back to save anybody. He's coming back for judgment. But religion and church dresses Jesus up. Please, God, forgive me for this. Please, God, as the hippie Jesus. Oh yeah, is it, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. You know, like this. Love. Yes, he is love. Yes, he is love. But also, he's a god of wrath. He's a god of judgment. He's a god of justice. Well, uh, you know, you've got to believe that the world has has made him look that soft, real soft, and even the church has a ministry. little bit effeminate. But if you, if you, that's why reading the Bible comes in. Because if you read any of his stuff, he gives it 
large, doesn't it? So he yeah. gives it large to the, the old Pharisee. Pharisee to say, "Who are you?" You know, you're like, and he's saying to their face. He draws a line in the sand, doesn't he? With yeah, a, with a yeah. woman, anyone who's without sin, cross. He don't. He's not. Oh, come here, love, love, love. No, yeah. he he loves you totally. But that God's moral code has never ever changed. Never changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Every day I wake up, I realise a wretched man am I. Me too. Yeah. Every I'm day the... I'm oh, starting yeah. to realise that I'm... <laughs> I've almost had my trousers whipped down by the church <laughs> because it has dressed something up that's not real. It hasn't taught me about holiness. It hasn't taught me about sanctification. It hasn't taught me about the blood of Jesus. It hasn't taught me about the consequence of sin. It has led me down a religious route and told me that I can... Well, it hasn't told me. It's just, but I only have to look at the denominations. Anything goes. So, what is the difference between the world and that church? There's no difference, and and, and that, that brings us on to to a great point, Ben, because Jesus said, you know, you, he said you, you've got to be in the world but not of the world. He said, I have overcome the world. It, everything he says was saying, oh, pull God. out that worldly life, yeah, yeah. and become. Yeah. a citizen of the kingdom and your assignment as a citizen of the kingdom is to follow Jesus and advance the kingdom advance the kingdom that's your assignment your assignment is not to sit in your lazy boy chair watching reruns of this that and the other your assignment is to be a warrior to be a warrior for the kingdom yeah to be so that comes on to the question is what has God called me to be who am I in Christ Jesus because we've had a lot, haven't we, over the years of identity, and that has been manipulated, hasn't it? That's very interesting. You bring that into the onto the table today, identity. Yeah, it's it's like ah, oh, there's so many manuals out there through ministries, isn't there? Send five grand, and we'll 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 give you the manual. Hang on a minute. You don't mention nothing about the Bible. Well, and that um, and identity. You, you, yeah, you're exactly right, and you get thrown at you, don't you? Um, especially a lot of young. Uh, people go. I, I, I've heard of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, but what about thirteen? That's thirteen. <laughs> what? But yeah, I know. Yeah, great. I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, and the plans not to harm you. But you will find me if you seek me with all your heart, man. That's the deal, isn't it? You get your get heart. In. Your heart. It has. To, it's your heart, and God has already got your heart. But He wants to. He want. It, it's such. And in interwoven this salvation, God saves, God gives it, but then I need to recognise through the word of God that I am a wretched man, but whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But God hasn't waited to give me salvation until my lips move. He saved me before my lips move, but now now my earth suit has recognised that this God is holy. Now I start speaking these scriptures. Now I start speaking it. Now. So my identity, what is what does that actually mean when they go, what's your identity in Christ? First, Firstly, I identify myself as a saved human being that has been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Then I identify myself as a wretched man am I, but by grace I have been saved through, through sanctification. I don't identify myself as a little God. No, and if, if anyone's wondering what, you know, grace means out there. It's undeserved favour. It's God's undeserved favour. Undeserved. You favor. don't deserve it, and and but you you've don't got deserve it. it. But you've got it, and 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 you can't resist it. And it's fresh every day, isn't it? Yeah, Simon, I can't resist it. He is going to save me. He is going to deliver me. He is going to do all that because it's already been done. Because it's been written in the book of life. He's going to get me to do it. I mean, look what he's done with this church here. Oh. And and you would say, Father, thank you, but I don't deserve it. He's gone. The, don't worry about whatever you deserve. It's what it's what I, my plans are being fulfilled. You're just an instrument. Uh, but, but I'm looking at your heart. He's yeah. I'm looking at your heart, and this is this is not for you. It's not for Reverend Ben Cooper. It's not big statues of you out the front. It's not. Uh, not not, not at the moment. I ain't got the concrete mould done yet. <laughs> It's not big pictures of you or anything like that. This is kingdom. my church. 
my rock, my this kingdom. Is God's this is house. where where we're going to do start doing business. Yeah, proper business. I will build you, my church, and you ain't seen nothing yet. No, you know you really. I, I'm going. This is what I'm going to do. I will build my church. That's what God says. I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. And you said something really important, and and this, you know, when we become a citizen of the kingdom, when we confess, repent, and accept Jesus yeah. Christ yeah. as our Lord and Savior, and then accept that commission yeah. to go out and uh, and preach the gospel to to the world. Yes, we're following Jesus, and so we're following Jesus. You're right, as you rightly said, we need to follow him to the garden. Where are you leading me, Lord? I'm leading you to a great ministry. I'm leading you to a lovely house. I'm leading you... Knowing I'm Ben, you've been lied to. I'm leading you to the Garden of Gethsemane where you will say on your hands and knees, Lord, not my will. Not my will, but your will be done. And, that, and I, I, think, I think what's come out of this talk this morning, I think is something really, really... It's revelation yeah. completely. But I think... This is the deal. Your biggest battle, my friend, is not with the devil. It's not with the enemy. No. Your biggest battle is with yourself yeah. and letting the old man go. Yeah. And the biggest battle is with that separation from the Father, but absolutely not my will, but your will be done. And I, I had it the other day. Um, a good mate of mine is a police officer, armed officer, uh, a very independent man, and self-driven, self-driven, self-motivated Christian guy, though. But I said, "You, I said, you've not surrendered." He says, "You're right. I haven't surrendered because I need to be in control." And the answer is, "Amen to that." No, you don't. Mate. You don't because, need to be in control because yeah. you need to know the one who is, and you need to get on your knees on your face in the garden and say exactly that prayer that Ben just said, not my will, but your will be done, Father. It's all over to you. This You can't do any of this by yourself. No. You, we can't do this. But you think you can. And the thing is, Ben, if you think you can do this by yourself, you're going to come a real cropper. You're gonna, you, you, you're gonna, you're your gonna, life's going to become a train wreck because... Yeah. If God is for us, who can stand against us? And if we're not you not embracing the Lord, if we're not embracing Jesus and following him, then it's going to be a struggle. The hardest thing is to surrender. It's the biggest thing to surrender. Why is it hard? Because you're wrestling yourself. You're wrestling your wants. You're wrestling your flesh. You're, re- you're wrestling your dream. You're wrestling the worldly dream. You're wrestling stuff that, and you're you're wrestling all the time, and it's exhausting. And my my mate there, he's got a, a real problem with one of his children, and his wife is, uh, you know, getting really upset. And it's exactly the same with with, with the wife because he's gone to his wife. Yeah, this is what you got to do. You got to do this, that, and the other. And that's what we say to God. This is what I'm going to do. I've got yeah. to. Do this is my way. And God's going, shut up. <laughs> Literally. Shut up and listen to yeah. me. And yeah. all you bring it before me and leave me to do the do the rest. Leave me to do the rest. I, I didn't I had two sons that that, um, that sadly went down the drugs route. Mm-hmm. Quite yeah. quite got deep into it. And all I just kept doing was praying. And praying and praying and praying and 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 handing them over, Lord, I can't yeah. do this. And and after years of, of, of praying, we had breakthrough with both of them, and now they're 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 both clean and would never go back to that nonsense. And God's done a great miracle, but it. But I had to hand it over to him. You know, I think as a former police officer, I wanted to grab all these young men and beat the living yeah. days out of the lights out of them, but. When I realised that, I thought, God has forgiven me. Yeah. I've got to start forgiving these two young men and supporting them with prayer. And, and he's, done a great, he's done a great job. So where we're saying, is the deal. 
you accept, you give Jesus your old life, you accept the new life, but then give it back to him. Give it back to him because he has got the right plans for you and you don't need to know what your destiny is. You don't need to know where you're going. You don't need to know your next step because you can't even take a breath without the Lord going, yes, he can take the next breath. You can't do it. So don't think about, the Bible tells us, don't plan about tomorrow or this day or that day. One of the the, uh, craziest most um, stupidest men in the Bible was Lazarus, wasn't he? He said, oh, I'm building this barn. I'm yeah. building these barns. Yeah. And the, and the Lord says, what a stupid man, because tonight I'm taking your life. What happened to him? <laughs> what happened to Lazarus? Bosh. Dead. Gone. And even when he was in hell, he didn't repent, because he was saying, go and see my, go and tell my brothers. He didn't, no. You can't take your next step. Yes, it's, it's wise to do a little bit of planning, but put it before the Lord. The just shall live by faith. By faith alone. And you've got to be careful with that because people go, oh, yeah, well, faith also means planning. When I plan and I anticipate and I work out, I'm starting to do what I want to do. So it's not really faith. Faith is going with an understanding is I don't actually know what's going to happen to my life, but all I do know is one thing is for sure, I'm destined for eternity. So what are you going to do with me today, God? But we have found ourselves in ivory towers, we're in jobs that we shouldn't be in, we're in postcodes we shouldn't even be living in, the kids are going to schools that they shouldn't even be going to. We are we are finding ourselves that we are in a mess because we haven't listened to clear instruction we haven't been you're exactly right but we are saved you're saved but your life can still be a train wreck because you don't you don't understand how this thing works and you don't understand when matthew 6 33 says seek first the kingdom of god Mm. you are a citizen of the kingdom so what is the king what is the king's requirement for me and my house as for me and my house we shall serve Boris, oh no! <laughs> As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. There you are. That's Think what about that. Said, Joshua said that. As for me and my house, anyone under that roof, bring a child up in the way that they should go. We are putting our children in what we call church schools, and we got funny things happening. Oh, mate! No. We have got unbelievable things happening in what we call church schools as for me and my house we shall serve the lord so what does that tell me i am a servant so i serve as for me and my house we shall serve the lord bring a child up in the way that they should go we are in a trash can at the moment Uh, in the uk yes totally morally corrupt morally saved but we're still saved. I'm saved, so my eternity is safe because my name, and I'm referring to you, everyone on the other side of this, and I believe atheists listen to this. This is not just for the believer. This is for everybody. I honestly believe that your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life, and you're wrestling God right now. You are even not even thinking. You will label yourself as an atheist. You will listen to this back through Amazon Music or wherever you listen to this, and you will clearly label yourself as a, as an atheist. But no one, no one can leave an eternal God. No one can escape him. But you can, have a, you can choose. You can fight him all you day can, long. And you can choose not to accept his son, Jesus, and that's your choice. But as consequences... Mm. huge consequences but even when the human is alerted to that god that god of israel you can wrestle him but just like saul his destiny was predestined for a set day at a set time and as i've said before the 11th hour god what is going to happen to me remember me when you come into your kingdom your paradise, that place. You can't. You can't wrestle. You can't wrestle God. What what you do is you run from him, but he will get you. Not because he's a dictator, because he's a God of love, and he loves you that much. Yeah, but you can choose to accept his son Jesus or not. 
Yes. And yeah, if you yeah. don't, that has consequences. If you do, there's consequences uh, yeah. as well. Um, yeah, you can turn your back on him. You and, can run. And, and you can, uh, but he you will. can refuse him. But he's always there. And as you quite rightly said, right, you know, he never gives up on anybody, no matter who you are. But you can go to your deathbed refusing to accept Jesus Christ. That is, that is the, your choice. That is the, your choice. You can refuse to accept him. Hmm. Because not everyone goes to heaven. No, no, it's what the scripture is very clear on that. The scripture is very clear, but the church won't. God, had, the scripture tell you that God, for God so loved the world, he does love the world, but he's only chosen. But there, he, is, there is an X amount that are destined for eternal damnation. So this is a because, very difficult text. Because he says in, later on in, in John 3, 1, 6, he, he says that anyone, whoever believes in my son, Jesus, will not perish and have everlasting life. So whoever, so it's open to everyone. It doesn't, it's not, it's not uh, the, the guy that puts the chairs out of church. It's not a person who does the coffee. It's not a person who's the greatest. It's anyone, whoever, whoever. But you've got a choice. You can oh. choose not to accept Jesus and you can wander away from him. Uh, but if at any time along that road, as as he did with as the parable of the of the guys who who, uh, who were employed to work in the vineyard, yeah, 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 it can be the last minute, as you know, Ben, as you've seen in the hospice, it can be the last, last minute. minute before you take your last breath. For God says, no, that's your last breath. He's given you a choice, and I believe right to the wire. And I believe right now across the world mm. the world's in 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 a terrible place morally. It's in a terrible place. It's it's turned its back on God completely yeah. across the world. But I believe that God so loves the world that he's given one last chance. We're in a window of opportunity. There's a window of opportunity. So if you are a born again spiritual believer, if you've taken on that commission to to embrace the gospel and share the gospel, if you become a kingdom, uh, a citizen of the kingdom of God, we are that you know the harvest is plentiful. It's massive. The it's harvest massive. is huge. Yeah. It's massive. It's plentiful, but the workers are few. And and if you if you are like me and want to live a life of an ex, being an exciting Christian, if you want to live an exciting Christian life, put your hand up and say, Lord, choose me. I'll go. Okay. But not my will, but your will be done. And show me where you want me to come. Show yeah. me where you want to, me to, who you want me to speak to. Show me where you want me to preach the gospel. That's amazing. God, God loves you. God needs you. <laughs> when I say God needs you, yes, that's a very difficult one to open up. But I do believe also, as some saying, this was dropped in my spirit. As he walked along the shoreline of Galilee, he said to the disciples, that wasn't the disciples at that point, Drop your nets, come and follow me. And I believe God is saying, come and follow me. Drop your nets. We know the nets that was associating to all their livelihood. Drop your nets and follow me. Surrender. The ultimate thing is to surrender your nets. Surrender your home. Surrender your life. Surrender your finances. It's interesting because the loaves and the fish... They said, we, we haven't got enough, but what we have got, I'm going to give you. So when you give it to him, he will give it back. But it has a different press. And I think it's important to note, Ben, you're not saying, um, go away, sell your house. Do, you're no, not no. Saying, what you're saying is, and this is an important point, what you're saying is, give it to the Lord. Give hand it, it over. Hand it over. So there's hand a handing over. over as the loaves and the fish. Yeah. What I have is not enough to sustain everyone around me, to sustain this situation, but I'm going to hand it to you. And what did Christ do? He lifted it up and he gave thanks for what he had. But when Christ gives it back, it's completely different. So it's you have enough different. with what you've got already. Because you're then, it's you've handed it into the kingdom. You put it in the kingdom. So it's surrender. I'm it's surrendering. Surrender. I'm surrendering everything and under my roof. Jesus said in, in, in John fifteen five, I am the vine, you're grafted into the vine, you can do nothing apart from me. So don't think you made this 
you know, business and your own strength. Don't think yeah. you did anything in your own strength. Don't think your your career is in your own strength because mm. you can do nothing apart yeah. from Jesus. Me. And when you finally come to that decision and yeah. find realisation to hand it over, to hand it over. Wow. Man, you, you'll see it. You know, the Bible says it comes back tenfold, pressed down, shaken together, right spilling over. over. Spilling, running over. My cup runneth over. And you, you, if we had time, we could go into how we've seen that operate in this church. But oh, we, yeah. we will do that another time. We will do. God uh, bless. Are we, are we come to the we're, end? We're at the end. We're at the end. The 50p is going to run out any yeah, minute. Well, listen, if you're anyone out there and you've been uh, touched, the Lord has touched you from, through this message. There's some, been some great stuff spoken today that... You know, if if you want, if you need Jesus, if you want to be born again, you just open up, confess the stuff in your life, turn your back on it, and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, um, and you become a citizen of the kingdom, and you're in for a real exciting life. Believe wow. me, a real exciting. He'll take you to places. You know, it's been 20 years, Ben. And He'll I'll, take you to places where you don't need a double jab. I've. <laughs> I've been places that I would. I've had such an amazing time. It's not been easy. It's been it's been yeah. real tough, but I've had an amazing time as a as a citizen of the kingdom. And long may that live. But go on. Amen, Simon. You know, there's nothing finer than being a servant. No. But being a servant is so different to what the church wants you to be. Be a follower of Jesus. You've been listening to hashtag Christian Straight Talk. We've just skimmed over the top of the subject that we had today. Just, just, uh, But I believe God has opened, and Simon believes that we, God has opened the envelope of truth. And as he opens up the envelope of truth, today's title of the podcast was Being Born Again. Being Born Again. Until next week, we're yeah. signing off. We're out. Let's go. Just a couple of guys with a Bible. In the name of Jesus. You can find us on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Spotify, all them places. In Jesus' name. Amen.